morning, good afternoon, good night. This is episode 140 of the Craft Heads podcast, the podcast about nothing but also everything where every episode is something different. This is your co-host, Alex, and uh, welcome back, Tommy, my co-host and best friend of 22 years. Uh, this is the episode Hello. that we have been <laughs> promising to everybody uh, uh, whenever Tara and I went down to Kauai, uh, an island of Hawaii, and we have lots of different shout-outs and uh, experiences to talk about with a lot of really awesome people that we met. So um, this is going to be a fairly long one. We're trying all kinds of different beverages and stuff that we brought home from the islands. So um, we're likely to have some uh, tipsiness by the end of this. Guaranteed. <laughs> and, well, and well done on uh, take two, Al. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> the first one, I was just kind of all over the place. I'm a little rusty uh, because we had to wait for Tommy and Claire to get back in town. And by the way, Claire's on this episode as well from 139, the... Puberty Hello. and birds and the bees. Two in a row for me. This a- is a first. Absolutely. Well, we, we've got a big table full of stuff here. So um, we've already if- tried a bunch of it, but yep. uh, we are going, we have more that we haven't tried that we're going to be trying on the air right now. Exactly. So we'll, for anybody who's joining us for the first time, I'm sure uh, lots of you who remembered to tune in for this episode, and I promise I got it out on time. Uh, we do every episode is something different, and we do um, a craft beverage of some kind, whether it's a cocktail, wine, beer, what have you. On this particular episode, we will be um, talking about some of the food that Tara and I brought back, but we'll have a few beverages um, already right here on the episode. So to start, and uh, after this, we're going to do everything chronologically, but to start, we Tara and I brought back a cocktail from one of the places that we went to, and it was a... Coconut lime daiquiri. Wait, it was it was poured in Hawaii, and you guys took it. Yes, from we brought Hawaii? it here. It's been aged. <laughs> wow, no, no, a no, week and a half poured. <laughs> yeah, can't nasty. wait. So this this was really cool because I only I knew the ingredients from looking at the menu, but I didn't know the you know the measurements. Mm-hmm. So I fooled around with it until I did what I think is perfect. So Tommy, the first drink on this episode, and for the listeners, is a coconut lime daiquiri. Take a sip and let me know what you think about it, and then um, I'll tell you what all's in it. God, I already know I'm gonna love it. It's so the the bar is high. I will tell you if it's below the bar or above the bar. Okay, We're right at it. Be brutally honest. Okay. It tastes like a coconut rum margarita, which is just right up my A right now. <laughs> good. I'm glad oh, to hear it. So very good. This and, is a this is a strong. 8.5 to 9 out of 10. Okay, excellent. Thank you. That's what I was hoping to hear. So this is, um, normally you pour daiquiris, they're either blended or you pour them over, you know, crushed ice. It, that's how we had it served. But um, just for the sake of, I didn't want to get it watered down and everything while we were on the podcast, but it's very, <laughs> Tommy's shaking his head because Claire does not like coconut and it's definitely a very coconutty thing. But, <laughs> Claire's, but good on you for trying it, Claire. Yeah, she she's good. She always tries everything, but I knew this was one that was not yep. going to, oh, yep. <laughs> Go ahead, cough, Claire, if you need to know. <laughs> Press the cough button. <laughs> there it is. So th- what's in it, Tommy? It's coconut water, and I got like good organic sugar. Oh, from coconut water. Food. Yeah. Exactly. That's the, the body of it. And then there is, um, here's what the listeners can do. So it's clear rum, white rum. Uh, one that I like to use that's a good value rum, in my opinion, is Don Cu. I like saying that. It's Don Cu, but in <laughs> Spanish. It's so much more fun to say in, in Spanish. Uh, that's Puerto Rican rum. And then, of course, like shitty Malibu, which is, you know, very low proof coconut rum rum, and it makes everything taste good. And then fresh squeezed lime juice. Yes, it has to be fresh squeezed. 
And uh, the measurements I do are two to one to one to 0.5. Wait, there is Malibu in this? Yes. What? But I thought there was the coconut. So there is. There. Okay. And so, and that, this is one of the things that we're going to get to later on once we get to that point. But I'm telling for the listeners, especially if they can't find this, which they very well may not be able to, somebody, you know, on the mainland can easily go out and get a bottle of white rum in Malibu and make gotcha. this. Gotcha. So the, it's two coconut water, then one of each, and these are, you know, measures, ounces, however you want to do it, of the two types of rum, and then the half of an ounce of lime juice. And serve it how you want it, neat, over the rock. Well, I definitely recommend it being cold, if nothing else. The one time we made one and put it in the freezer and just drank it neat, that was amazing. So, And then garnish with a lime slice if you want. But it's you so liked good. It. I love it. Excellent. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get to some more of the ingredients later on. Um, and I guess we'll do the beer after we finish the cock. There's, God, there's so much. Yeah. After we finish the cock. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Didn't finish. Yeah, exactly. After we finish the cocktail, hold the yep. tail. So um, before we dive in, we're, we're going to do this chronologically. Tara and I will sort of take turns. And um, in classic Craft Heads fashion, Tommy and I have been doing the Save It for the Podcast for basically almost two weeks since we got back. It's been very tough because he's really wanted to know. And I'm like, it was perfect, but save it for the podcast. <laughs> so we'll get into the details and everything. But the one thing I wanted to point out while I have all the, the new listeners, especially the, the folks from Hawaii with lots of the, the small businesses and tours and really cool stuff like that, and this will make Jake, uh, my friend, proud, who has a marketing agency, I want to give you a tip to help your businesses. If we talk about you on this podcast, it means we had a really good experience and we want you to succeed. I am a career marketer, and a lot of you are asking people, ourselves included, you know, can you get on TripAdvisor and Yelp and blah, 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 and give us the reviews? That's fine. It's not going to hurt you. Focus on Google reviews. I will tell you right now that the average person, like, you know, you have to have your own account for TripAdvisor and, and Yelp and stuff. At least last time I checked, you did. Same with Google. Yeah, but everybody has a Gmail. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, isn't like, can't, you don't need a Gmail to have a Gmail account either, right? Because um, I have a Yahoo, like, Google account. I don't know. Yeah, you might be right. But the point is, I'm speaking from a place of marketing, SEO and Google reviews, they will help your SEO. So, And it's easier to get people to just tap in a quick five star if they had a really good experience, whatever. So that's my marketing tip of the week for all the awesome uh, businesses and companies and everything that we've uh, visited in uh, Hawaii. So you're saying, don't that whenever I hear somebody after a business say, can you leave us a five star review on Yelp or TripAdvisor? Really, they should be saying leave a five-star review on Google. I would lead with Google reviews. Okay. That's my point. You still want people to do TripAdvisor and Yelp. That's fine. But TripAdvisor and Yelp are for much smaller audiences. For example, I look at reviews for everything that I do in my life, and I'm never on TripAdvisor or, or Yelp. Google reviews is just right there. It's, it's more accessible to people. And like I said, it affects SEO. So I, I mean, you obviously know much more about this than I do. Um, I'm right there with you. I've always used Google as for my review platform and my rating of restaurants, you know, businesses, whatnot. Yep. Um, I was at a table with a bunch of my guy friends recently. This is at uh, Carrie and Clark's, actually. Mm -hmm. And all of them were talking about some sushi restaurants around town. And everybody had their Yelp app open. And it's I was the, like, wow, I never use Yelp. This is so strange I, I, to see this many people That's exactly it. right. I mean, I, I straight up won't use it because it requires a separate app. It's, it's an insane thing True. to me. And I think, I think there's a lot more assholes on Yelp and in TripAdvisor, like people who never leave positive reviews but are happy to get on and leave a one star. So 
there's my marketing tip of the week, I guess. I just, it's really important to me that these companies are, you know, have all the tools they need to succeed because they're just so amazing. So ask people to leave you Google reviews. It's insanely easy and it helps your SEO. That's your, um, we started a few episodes ago, the, the, the tip of the week or whatever. Or facts or yeah. things to buy. Yeah, that's my fact. You got of the it week. out of the way earlier. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. So the first place, Tara. Um, we actually we didn't get a direct flight to Hawaii. We were using uh, a companion pass and we were using Southwest. We flew from Atlanta to Phoenix and we had one overnight uh, in Phoenix just just so that we weren't so like you know crazy and in like starting off the trip on a bad note, especially if anything went wrong with the flights. And we had a wonderful night there at a restaurant and an individual we want to shout out. Okay, so we landed and you got a really weird crafty hotel for us to stay at. They were having some kind of art show and I walked in and, and they also had this and I'm not going to... In the hotel they had, they were having an yes, art show? Yes, yes, the lobby like area, like the ground floor. So we get there and apparently we were again looking at Google reviews and someone left a review saying, oh my, if you check in as a couple, both of you will be charged. I don't know if I want to say their name. Oh, I don't want to call them out because like I, I want, well, maybe I'll call them out because they won't know. If you guys are going to stay at a place called Found Re, and it's the word found with a colon and R-E at hmm. the end of it. It's very like an artsy kind of, you know, name. Like Foundry. Yeah, Foundry. Oh, okay. But like the way but that sounds they. sounds artsy. Yeah, the way it's spelled is very like artsy. So um, a Google review for this establishment um, <laughs> said that if you check in, the number of guests that are staying in that room will be charged kind of like a resort fee or something like that. And it, and it's like a, what, 30 bucks or something. It's, it was at least 25 and it's one of those things that's bullshit. Cause we were there to sleep. We weren't there to use a gym and a pool and God knows what else. So yeah, it was like a halfway house for us. Um, and so <laughs> like we landed, we're like, okay, we just need to go to bed, get a really good meal. Cause we have an early, you know, not early flight, but, um, that was beside the point. So we did this weird espionage where like he walked in and like the craft heads gear, like one of us took our craft heads gear off and like I was sitting somewhere just like derping, pretending I was meeting someone and like calling someone on the phone. And like he went and checked in like the entire time we would enter and leave this property. We would do this like little, you know, dog and pony show of going in and like making it like, oh, non-conspicuous that we're together so we don't get charges $25 for no reason. So that was insane. I really highly recommend if you guys do that, do what we did because you'll save money. Um, 25 or 30, you said? Yeah, and I'm I'm not shitting on them. They're probably not the only place to do stuff like that, but it's... You need to put that in your upfront pricing. That's what I don't like. Uh -huh. Whenever you book a hotel and it's you know this price and you're like, all right, I can stomach that. Then you get there and they're like, oh, by the way, you owe us an extra $100. And I'm like, no, yeah. that's a shitty business practice. So we're, we paid half of it and we had a really good experience. We were the model guests. So I am <laughs> just giving every, our listeners a travel hack. You guys so. pulled the sheets off the bed on, on your way out and left your shoes uh, on the <laughs> No, it it, um, it was total uh, industrial decor. So it was really, really unique looking inside um, and the way we slept. You guys would have really enjoyed it. Um, so we checked in. We left the chaos of the art show that was going on. And then we were looking at, again, Google reviews. We were looking at places to eat that were near us within walking distance because we didn't have a car. So we, I don't know what you found, but I found a restaurant called Rough Rider. And it had really good reviews. Uh, the menu looked kind of like a good American type fair. And it was really close. It was like right around the street. Um, so 
we decided on that one. And I will say I had the best chicken that I have ever had in my life at this place. That's, that's, it was a, it was a roasted half chicken and the entire, it was like this thick, thick breast and the whole thing, the whole way through was moist and good. Like it wasn't dried out or anything. Like the chicken consistency was perfect. And the way that they did this fried skin on it, like I lost it. It was the best chicken. Claire, comment on it. It's thick, thick and moist. Come on. Well, and this whole like espionage of not being together. (laughs) I feel like this is a, like, are you guys telling us about a sex capade that you had? So there was plenty of that. Keyword for something else. No, no, no keywords here. All, everything's out in the open. Um, And I did have Rough Rider on my list. I was narrowed down to two. Oh my God. Good point. (laughs) Um, That was what we decided on. So, uh, and also I called them the most friendly, what was her name? I think her name was Nicole. That's a surprise shout out. So yeah, I think I the remember. the girl that helped me on the phone, her name was Nicole. She was amazing, so friendly. They had they had seats at the bar because they didn't have other places that we could uh, reserve. And she was and I said, well, we're right across the street. She's like, oh, I'll hold it for you. So great people off the bat. I was prepared to have a good experience. Um, Tara said the best chicken she's ever had. I'm just gonna straight up say it was one of the best meals I've had in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. The the food was outstanding. Um, we got. Tara got her chicken. I got some sort of a mushroom pasta. Um, we got the best fried cauliflower I've ever had, including some of the good stuff we've had in Atlanta. And then the bet, the star of the show was a carpaccio appetizer, but it was prepared like a deconstructed Reuben. So it was carpaccio with some like crafty sauerkraut and um, caraway seed, like mm-hmm. seeds or like rye crumbles, rye bread crumbles. That was one of the best things I've ever eaten. Like I could have just eaten two of those for my meal. Yeah, and I will say the um, the meat was wagyu, like oh. a certain grade of wagyu. I think from the states. The carpaccio was yes. wagyu. Ooh, yes, interesting. Was... So you're a carpaccio fan, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. the the we'll meal The meal was incredible, and the only thing that was better was our bartender Brandon. So. Brandon, thanks for waiting. Hope you got to tune in and hear this because we told him he was going to be the first shout out of the Hawaii podcast. <laughs> but um, we just had such an amazing time. He was very talented. Um, he, I just, he was one of those guys. As soon as I got in, I could tell he knew what he was doing. I was like, "Make me a drink." Mm-hmm. I said, "I make, I drink everything. I don't discriminate." Yeah. And he was like, I, "He was like, this is going to be easy." Yeah. <laughs> but he made me this amazing espresso martini but with a tequila base. Oh, man, you're speaking Claire's language right now. (laughs) It was one he said that they, and he entered it into a contest, but um, it got disqualified. Because it had to be a certain type of vodka, which it was not only not a certain type, but it wasn't vodka. And it's a shame because I guarantee you it was better than anything else in that contest. But they they had fantastic cocktails, fantastic food, great people. The environment was really cool. It was very, um, it was like focused on Teddy Roosevelt and the Rough Riders. So that was really cool. Um, that if you ever go to Phoenix, go to Rough Rider. That's all I can say about that. Yep. And to round out yep. Phoenix, I think the next day we really only got coffee and we went to the, some Japanese garden, which was cute. Oh, cool. And then that's right. That's up right you guys' to alley too. Don't forget, this was a uh, a put off uh, honeymoon after you know almost two years like a proper honeymoon so that was a little thing i snuck in for tara there was a japanese friendship garden right next to the hotel that's why i got that hotel so that was really cool um and can i say something absolutely. really quick yeah the espresso martini um just because we also had espresso martinis and i'm putting this in air quotes because you'll see why 
Do you guys uh, remember Loverboy seltzers? Have we introduced those to you? That doesn't sound familiar. During our big seltzer craze last year, which we're kind of still in it. It's, I mean, we've come back to the normal spirits and beers and everything. But um, Loverboy, which is a brand, makes an espresso martini that we drank on the way to the casino a couple days ago. And um, meh. It was it was okay, but it was a uh, fake it, because it like was fake sugar, right? Like it wasn't my favorite. Yeah, Loverboy, the brand itself is like more famous in New York, and um, some folks on a Bravo reality show like started the the brand, but they like merged into craft cocktails, and so they have an espresso martini in a can, and of course I purchased it, mm-hmm. yeah. shipping it from California. But New I'm York sure, I'm sure Brandon was his name. Yeah, Brandon. Brandon probably makes a better espresso martini than Loverboy. I, I promise <laughs> you, he, he does, I, without being able to compare. So, anyways, that was the, I know that was like a, a lengthy introduction, uh, just the Hawaii part, or the Phoenix part. But anyways, board of the flight, seven-hour flight-ish from Phoenix to, to Kauai. So for The flight all, went down, you guys crashed on an island. Okay, and we, get we are now ghosts. Okay, now, all right. The, uh, <laughs> for anybody who doesn't know, if, if you look at the, the whole set of Hawaiian islands, um, you know, there's like the big island, and there's um, Maui, and is Oahu the big island, or is that a different oh, one? I think Oahu, I'm almost positive Oahu is wait, the big island. Wait, maybe not. I don't know. Oh, no, we're, no, we are trash. No, it's not. I'm looking at a what? tiny... They're on these Hawaii bottles. Was, I thought Hawaii was the big island, and then no. there's Maui... Maui, Molokai. Molokai. Looks, or, uh, by the way, Oahu, we're going to... Oahu, yeah. and then Kauai. We're going to butcher some names, and, and we apologize oh, for that. Mihau, we're doing our best. which is very small. Yeah, and, and there's a bunch of tiny ones. But anyways, Kauai is, I'm going to say, uh, one of the more remote ones, like way away from the big island, off to the left. And um, the reason I selected it was because... It said it was the greenest. It is good for romantic getaways, good, uh, really good for outdoor stuff, which is what Tara and I wanted to do, like, basically 100% of the time while we were there. And a lot of the Jurassic Park stuff was filmed there, which is, like, a very formative hmm. m- movie for Tara. So she kind of – this was, like, a pilgrimage of sorts for her. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But um, we got down there, and then, Tara, do you want to um, start off with these couple of notes here? Okay, so we yeah took our flight. We landed very late, so we didn't get to see much of the island at all. And our car, unfortunately, had horrible headlights. And like <laughs> the inside of the windshield had like a film on it, so you couldn't really see well. From all the smokers in it. Oh, my God. Everywhere we went, and anytime it was nighttime, like... And I don't know if like they just don't know how to do their... their um, you know how like when you get your car serviced, your headlights or whatever, they're supposed to supposed to point below a certain level theirs don't they just point straight outwards at you so oh, it's yeah, like you're getting like high beamed but you're anything. not getting high beamed yeah. like that's just what people do so i was just a wreck and whenever we drove at night so we didn't really see anything we got in late um we had a beach kind of room we had an ocean view room which was stunning a, in a, a sunrise small video of it yeah we'll so we had a sunrise view which is gorgeous the entire time we were there um and we usually would try to sleep with the blinds open so we could get woken up with that and then um there were roosters and hens everywhere. <laughs> and by the end of it, the roosters, I wanted to strangle them because they would cu- they would crow at like 12.30, 1 a.m. And I'm just like, go to bed. But, I was the yeah. complete opposite. I love those things. Yeah. I never got sick of them. I, they're, they are everywhere. It sounds weird to mainlanders, but they are as ubiquitous as squirrels. like Or, or more so. They are everywhere. And they just do whatever they want. They're kind of like exotic pigeons, basically. <laughs> so... They're hilarious, and they're uh, cuckooing everywhere at all hours of the day. Um, Tommy signaled to me, and he's right. 
before we talk about the next actual full day, uh, next drink. So Tara and I kept on going to uh, the place that we stayed, by the way, was we don't have specific shout outs um, for like people that we had conversations with, but it was called Aston Islander on the beach. I'll just say highly recommended. It was a, it was an amazing place. We stayed on the Eastern side of the Island, which is perfect because there's stuff to do all over the Island and all of the parts are different for one reason or another. But if you stay on the East side, you can drive to any part of the Island. If, if you take traffic out of the equation um, in like an hour or, or so. So it was a really great location. And, um, we would frequent this one store that was right next to our, like sort of on the same, I'm going to call it compound, like marketplace. And it's one of those ABC convenience stores. They're, they're really great to have everything. We got a ton of beer and just kept drinking six packs of Maui Brewing Company. Cause we've had Longboard. Longboard is great, but um, I'd have, I'd never had Maui Brewing Company. We have four beers on this podcast to get through. Maui Brewing Company is, that's not the same thing as Kona, is it? No. Okay. No. Well, you said you had Longboard. Longboard's oh, Kona. I'm, it's Kona Brewing Company. Oh, correct. Oh, okay. I, I misspoke. And then this is Maui Brewing Company, as you can see, Tommy, on the gotcha. can. So this first one that we have, it, by Tommy's request, is the Pilsner. We brought back four, so we're starting with the Pilsner. Pauhana. Yeah, thank you for I that. Think. Cheers. Yeah, I was, was like, going to reach across and try to cheers you guys, mm-hmm. but we're way too far away. Air cheers. Plus, we'll wind up spilling it on the mixer, and then the podcast will be canceled. <laughs> Delicious. It's great. Uh, yeah. Honestly, all of their beers that we are going to try and we had, I thought were great. So, I'm Tom's letting it resonate for yeah. a second. Um, Tommy's definitely a Pilsner boy. Yes, I've been on a huge Pilsner kick. Kick um, Pilsner Urkeld being the number one Pilsner mm-hmm. of all time. Uh, this is really good. This is good. Yeah, I like this a lot. It. it I'm, I'm excited to see. I, we have four other beers to try. I I'm going to reserve my judgment until the end. Yeah. Cool. It also sat on the table the entire time we've been talking. <laughs> so it might be even better if it was fresh out of the refrigerator. I feel like it's a very drinkable pilsner. Oh yeah. A little less hoppy than maybe mm-hmm. some. Agreed. Ooh, I actually would. I I think for a pilsner, this is more hoppy than a normal pilsner. But I mean, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> depends. We're not on good your... on this show. We disagree about everything about like what, what we taste. What, <laughs> what's the last thing that we disagreed upon? I think last. I was like, oh, I think this tastes exactly like Bud Light. Oh, I like yeah. this, and you're like, I don't think this tastes anything. All bets are off with Bud Light. Oh, okay. yeah. a, a disagree, a disagreeable moment on a podcast is what makes a podcast. Taste, True. taste is subjective. <laughs> Tommy always used to say he would be like, man, dude, we we agree on everything. We we need to find things that we don't agree on to <laughs> spice it up a little bit. So, anyways, the first full day. So, uh, Claire, this is going to give you anxiety. I booked and researched precisely nothing prior to getting down there. I'm not kidding. Oh. <laughs> the mic getting no. <laughs> so we Tara and I travel. What? We travel very much by the seat of our pants and don't make plans and everything. So the the very first morning we got up and we were like, all right, let's figure out some shit to do and, and get coffee and get coffee. Yeah, of course. And um, the the first thing we did was went to Imua Coffee, which was on the the premises there, and probably the best drip coffee I've ever had. Now, don't get me wrong; you can take like Chemex and pour over and and uh, French press and everything to next level shit. But for drip coffee, and it's all about the beans. That company is the shit. Imua Roasters, I M U A. Uh, you can look them up, and you can buy their stuff online. And I think you you can even get them shipped to the mainland for like free shipping after fifty bucks, something 40. like that. 
something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So check them out if you're into really good coffee. Trust me, you won't be disappointed. But um, yeah, I see Tara has last minute planning classic in our notes here. <laughs> um, so we just, I just told Tara, I was like, we got to get a meal because you know it was like late morning, and then eventually it was moving toward lunchtime. And um, Hawaii's five hours back, so. You know, we, we were just sort of easing our way into things. And I told Tara two things. I said, you know, we'll, we'll make our plans and, you know, make some reservations. But today I said, I want a burger because they have, they, they actually, that's like a pretty big business is kawaii grown grass fed beef all right there on the island. And I wanted to go on a hike. So I found the burger place. Tara found Waimea Canyon, which is and anybody who is even remotely familiar, it is one of the, it's like the Grand Canyon of, of Hawaii. And the reason I picked it, um, because we are such bad planners, was because you did not need a reservation. One of the hikes that we did go on needed a reservation, and so mm. we did that. But this one, you just, it's kind of like a parking spot. Like, you go up and you're like, oh, I hope to hell there's parking available, and then you just, you know, pay for your parking, and then you can go on your hikes and stuff. Is so. it, is it, do you need a reservation for, for the parking, or because only a certain amount of people can be in the park? So the one... And we'll get to it later. One of the hikes on the West Coast, um, they only I think I, I think they only allow nine hundred people in per day, fresh the people. Second thing you said. Yeah. Hmm. It's very limited. And we'll explain it. It makes perfect sense. I'm glad they do it for I the disagree. locals. It doesn't make sense. Uh, we'll we'll get there, trust me. But um anyways, the uh we we got our burgers at a place called Kenji Burger and Kathy. You didn't have her name written down, but I remembered I didn't, it. I forgot. I remembered Kathy. So thank you, Kathy, because um, we, we started making jokes about um, establishments that we would visit more than one time. There were I do couple- have her name. Okay. Kathy, I wrote that, you down. There it is. Good. Um, we went to Kenji Burger at least twice. I don't think we went three times. Twice. We, yeah. were, we were toying with a third time, but I don't think with our schedules it would have worked. Yeah, this just worked out for us, but they had outstanding burgers. Again, it was 100% um, grass-fed, kawaii-grown beef. They Can were you tell so the good. difference? Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, just the same way that I'm not saying that if I did a blind taste test between like grass-fed stuff at Whole Foods versus the one in Kauai, but you can tell between just like regular shit ground beef. Sure. And pro tip: add a fried egg. Anyone yeah, nice. who's on the island who goes there to, and we specifically did the one that was on um, the east side, not the one because I think there's more than one. There's um, two, I think. Two, yeah. So we went to the one on the east side, and Kathy recommended like because I was interested in the one that she gets. I mean, she's like, I get it without this, without tomato, and she gets it with a fried egg. And I was like, I'll have that. <laughs> and I almost had, this was the sloppiest burger I've ever eaten in my life. And I'm a very neat eater, and I just had to get Usually past you that. Are. Yeah. Was yeah. it a smash burger, or were they thick patties? It's closer to, to smash burger style. Oh, okay. Yeah, closer to that. Right. But um, just great food. We sat outside with the, the roosters while they stared at us longingly, but they're never too pushy. You just got to make sure that you assert your dominance. It, it's, it's a blast, but we were Remind telling them her, that they have peanuts for brains. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> My brain's way bigger than yours. Um, but we were telling her that we were headed out to Waimea and she was just saying how envious she was of us for, she's like, anytime somebody comes in here and tells me they're going there for the first time, I'm just so happy for them. Uh, Cause cool. it's just like, it's like a transformative experience. It's like which, the first time watching Inglorious bastards. Yeah, exactly. It's transformative. The first time of anything really amazing is, yeah. is a great thing. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> anyway, oh my God. actually that's probably not the case for many people, but, um, uh-huh. yeah, that's, we went out to Waimea Canyon and we did a, a pretty lengthy hike. 
four miles round trip. Yep. And I think they don't they call it the Grand Canyon of the uh, Pacific. Yes. I think yeah, Something it like literally that. looked like a green Grand Canyon. The the lookouts are just unbelievable. The hike is is beautiful, and and us going in in the technically the winter of Hawaii. I mean, I thought the weather was it was seventies the entire time. Basically. I would say high seventies. Some days were eighties. Some days had random scattered showers, downpours. We lucked out completely. Yeah, and in many cases, if you don't like the weather in Hawaii, wait ten minutes, as they say. Like yeah. it, it just comes and goes. A lot like Florida. <laughs> I was gonna say not totally unlike that. Um, so, anyways, um, I, I don't want to, you know, just kind of like gloss over it. But we have so much to cover that I'll say that was the main thing of our uh, of our day, and uh, we won't do every single thing that we did. Uh, because I just want to, we want to give love and appreciation to like, honestly, the places that were the best. So anyways, we did the Canyon, had dinner and stuff and had a really uh, basic, uh, just relaxing evening and all that. And moving on to the next Oof, day. The dinner that night was not special. It, it, it was, <laughs> it was overpriced. Ah, uh, okay. And, and it was located literally but, like but, maybe but, 150 no, feet. Don't. Okay. Okay, okay, this never mind. Easily never mind. Okay, never mind. Yeah. I won't recommend it. <laughs> this, this is pure was, positivity on Stop this it. Just, just tell it me afterwards. Fine. Yeah. But I will say um, so, one of the things to add on to that night, the only thing, and leads into the next day, the only thing Alex wanted to do was a Zodiac raft tour of the Nepali coast. And mm. the one that we initially booked. Not the only, it was the most important thing. It was the most important thing for him. And I was like, okay, we're doing this. And so. He booked one um, with the one company, and they ended up canceling that evening. Like so, as we were driving back from the canyon hike, and he's like, he literally used the word crestfallen. And so he, I, I told him, I was like, we're not coming back here within the next six months. And I really think if this is that important, next next beverage is coming up. Um, <laughs> th- we really need to book something. I'm like, get the next one. I'm like, if tomorrow is like one of the big windows for us like let's get something on the books but, and so but hold on did you say why it was canceled i'm sorry i was getting the drink not there, yet but there you, was a small craft heads advisory as i call it a small <laughs> craft advisory and high surf <laughs> yeah. um so uh, so they canceled and we ended up finding another company who that was still going on obviously because the winter season is more tumultuous out on the water um they said you know it's really subject to the captains of the boats when they get out there and stuff because they, they might get halfway through something and, t- and turn it around if it's too treacherous um, and so that was another thing that made me feel better because I was nervous cause I don't fuck around with water. Um, and Hawaii has a very rocky coasts. And so I was like, I don't want to get pummeled to death. And so I was also the, the one thing, and you have to think about it like a, like an airplane pilot as well. They're not going to do something s- dangerous because they have skin in the game, you right. know, in, in quotes, like, you of know, course. their life is there as well. So like they're very competent. So the trust barrier was good. So that's what that's what we started off with. And I'll let you this is, do this. This is my shit. This, this is your shit. Yeah. You had a, you're a new person. After yeah, so, that. yeah. So I was like a freaking out when the other place canceled. And then my peanut sized brain at the moment, I was like, I don't care if it's dangerous. I want to go. <laughs> so I was looking for another company and <laughs> blue ocean adventure tours was still going. And I was like, fuck it. Yeah. I, like we're, we're doing this. And, um, we, I talked to a really nice uh, lady on the phone and she, I basically said, why is so-and-so canceling, but you guys are still doing it? You know, I'm, I'm implying like, you know, that's kind of weird, yeah. but they were rated really, really highly on Google reviews. So <laughs> big theme of this episode, yeah, by the really. way, holy so hell. I, I, I vetted everything. Yeah. And I was like, they can't be like, you know, not legit if, if they're rated really well. 
And she explained to me that what they were doing was what's called an optional tour. Basically, like the morning of, you can show up and then the captains will tell you, this is what to expect. This is what it's going to be like. Uh, We're going to get you as far as we can. If we kind of can't get you really out far enough that you've gotten your money's worth, we will do a prorated refund. Otherwise, we might get you out there 80%. And like, we kind of expect a little bit of compromise and like, you're happy. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's totally fair. So we decided to proceed with it. We went out there and, uh, whenever we were sort of all grouping up at the, at the Marina. Can I say something? Of course. Jump in. Quick question. Zodiacs are like, thank you. Are like life rafts. Hold on. So a little like safer. Right. When I say they're virtually indestructible, I realized I said that about the Titanic um, (laughs) or unsinkable rather. Um, it's, it's a large raft inflatable, but it's a rigid body and, and it has, I think it has like an a, aluminum frame or something like that. Point mm-hmm. is like, this thing isn't going to sink. Like if God forbid something happens and it flips or something, you're going to be able to hang on to it, call for help or whatever, you know, who knows, but you're not going to fall off the door at the end of the Titanic. It, exactly. And by the way, these things go fast. Like they have some decent horsepower. So they fly, and um, we we got there. We were, we were waiting at the marina, and there was this one dude sitting there who was one. Of, there were a few captains for this particular tour, and I whispered to Tara, "I was like, I want that guy as my captain." <laughs> I I didn't know why, I just wanted him. Well, I picked right. So, and I'm not saying anything about the other person because I don't know how theirs was. But we and got his name is Danny. Danny. Danny yeah. was the boy, and AJ was his um his. Like mate, I'll call. Yeah. Te- say first mate. Technically first mate. Yeah. yeah, super cool guy. Which by the way, AJ, I didn't say this in per- in person. You look like Bokeem Woodbine. Look him up. Like I can't shake the image, <laughs> and I just, I it just made me so happy. Every time you smiled, I was like, that's Bokeem Woodbine. Yeah, I but, actually know. I think you guys may have saw something with him recently. Yeah, that you told we me talked to about this. Yeah. but anyways, just amazing people. And uh, Danny is a really. Does this word apply? Talent, skilled, yes. skilled captain. And anyways, we we, we go up the coast, um, and this is these rafts. When, especially when you really punch the throttle, like you're getting thrown around. It's kind of like riding a mechanical bull. You have to put your feet under these like ropes to keep you in the boat. Make sure you didn't get thrown off, and you got to sit a certain way and everything. That sounds all very rigid. It's not. It's 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 a great experience, but it's one that you don't take lightly. It's like you know you you could get messed up if if you didn't. If you weren't taking it seriously. And um, anyways, we get out there. We got to one beautiful view of the Nepali coast. And um, we just kind of sat in some still water. Uh, I'll get you hooked up here. And <laughs> I accidentally already took a sip. Sorry. Oh, no, that's fine. Oh, oh, hold on. Pause. Still water. Next beer. Um, Maui Speaking Brewing still Company. Water, yeah. Let's put some still water on our system. Yes. This is the uh, coking, uh, wow. coconut hiwa porter. And this this might have been the first beer that I tried, first or second one that I got, and I was insanely pleased with this one. It's very um, coconutty. Blown away by this one. It, by the way, just a heads up, dude. I it's one of the best porters I've ever had. The nose Agreed. is toasty. Like it's it's it. not it, that's so much less coconutty than the than the cocktail. Oh I think you'll God, be able yeah. to handle it. It's very portery actually. actually yeah. Than anything. More I don't than know anything. if I even had some out there. Oh. Very tasty. Okay, do you want I'm so glad. Do you want a, a nip? Your like shares in here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, thank you. I'm so glad we got Claire on a on a quasi coconut. You boy. know, I'm on a huge coffee kick right now. I've been telling Claire daily. I'm like, oh, I don't know why I love coffee so much right now, but I do. And I've never been a huge porter fan, 
because I've never been a giant coffee fan, but at, with my changing of the tides and how much I love coffee, this is hitting right at the right time. There you go. And it's amazing. So Your tastes change all the time, it, in general, you. And um, yeah, this this was just such a wonderful surprise. And it's not, it's like 6.2, so it's nothing crazy. Uh, it's over there. But um, anyways, great beer. Um, still water. We're sitting in the still water. And it's so cool because he's like, all right. He, he throws the ladder out and he's like, everybody hop in. And you just get out and swim in the water, which by the way, very outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. Like this is deep water. Now granted it's, it's Hawaii. So I can see five, six feet down, which is better than, you know, like the two inches you have in ocean city, New Jersey. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Like it's crazy. You are in the middle of the ocean. Like there totally could be sharks, but yeah. um, the good news is all we saw were dozens, maybe hundreds of dolphins. And they swim right up to your raft. That's cool. Yeah, the yeah. only um, thing that I was thinking of um, when we were swimming, because they also mentioned at one point, um, it's also whale season between, I think, December through March, and pre- predominantly in January, February. Um, but they said if the water is too like rough, basically, the whale mothers will gear their calves away from all of that to go to calmer waters. And so for me, I was like, okay, well kind of makes sense if we're not seeing whales maybe the water is just like really really trash and maybe and for me i'm thinking okay if it's too rough for a lot of things maybe sharks are just kind of like okay we, we're gonna go we'll, somewhere we'll else eat too. Later. yeah we'll eat people somewhere else guys let me just remind you shark shark attacks are not that common no they're they're really <laughs> not truly just it was it was a very serene experience just floating out there by the coast and and another thing i wanted to add was about sort of the crew that we had with us so your experience on this, and this goes both ways for the, the guests and the captains, it depends on the people. So if you get like really boring people or as um, you know, I heard somebody joke, I won't name any names, but said basically like if you get a, a whole crew of 12, there might be a dozen people on the boat like, and they're all on Dramamine, it's, it's like a zombie trip. Mm-hmm. It's just like people just sitting there and they're like dead to the world and it's kind of like, ooh, yeah, we're having a whole lot of fun here, you know? So um, w- that was not at all like ours. We had a, a few couples on there, ourselves included, and then this blast of a group of uh, girls on a uh, bridal party. Bachelorette. Kinda. Yeah, bachelorette. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank, that's what you, you're here for, Tommy. You know, you guys are describing... and. and I thought you had done something like this before, but I guess not. This is basically the exact same experience of a white water rafting tour. Okay, so they, whenever I was looking at the website, they were talking about it terms in terms of intensity. That like whenever it gets intense, it's right. It's like scrapes up against white water rafting. Okay, I have not right. done white water rafting. I have. I did a banana boat thing a very very long time ago, and it, and it felt similar to this. I think that was in the Bahamas, but I was a kid. But um, anyways. The shout out here is for that whole bachelorette party. All those girls were so much fun, but the bride, her name was Precious. So, <laughs> nice. Precious, thank you for bringing your friends along and making our experience better. We, I, Precious got a little seasick. She was, oh chilling. no. Yeah, she a was chilling. Did. She never, to my knowledge, I don't think people actually puked. 
No, they, they just, just got close. Yeah. And they would just kind of have to chill out. Like, oh, uh, there's uh, nothing worse than getting close to puking while seasick and yeah, just like, and it just like stays there. Yeah. And, and Danny jokingly told us when wow. we were going out there, he's like, these seats, so you sit on the big inflatable parts, but he looked back and he was like, these are the princess seats. <laughs> you know, like if you're not feeling well or whatever. That's or what in this said. case, the precious seats. Exactly. Yeah, it really worked there. I, I will say, in, in, um, that group of girls had great energy because of the way that it was optional. Um, at one point, he's like, I'll just keep going if you guys well, want. And they're like, they had their own homemade little margaritas. And they're like, in yeah! The, in the back. So I was like, yeah. yeah. So anyways, we... Did we, you give them Craft Heads business cards? Oh, yeah, because I can't remember who started it. Um, but somebody... I was wearing my hat. Oh, nice. And they were like, is that your podcast? And I was like, well, since you asked. And, and then like, my name was Craft Heads for the rest of the trip, which just, nice. I just loved it so yeah. much. But Craft Heads, um, get to the front. Yeah, we, we kept going. And then we got to the point where, you know, again, I'm not, I just w- don't want this to be six hours long. We got to the point where Danny was basically like, okay, this is where most of the people were turning around. Like mm-hmm. we could see some of the other rafts turning around. And, and we were flying out there hitting these really, like the waves, even far out. They're, they're big. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he basically surveyed everybody, and we're like, yeah. I, I'm deferring to the expert. I'm like, look, if you feel that you can get us all the way safely, then I'm I'm like ride or die on this trip. I don't give a shit how hairy it gets. So if you can get us back in one piece, let's do this. Everybody felt the same way, so we kept going. And sure enough, it started getting pretty hairy. Like, really choppy waters, really rocking the boat up, down, left, right. ACDC came on. Uh, I was like, oh, shit's real when ACDC comes on instead of the party. He had a a massive speaker in the back end of the front. And when he was blasting ACDC, I was like, this shit is fucking awesome. I mean, it was just so good. A really wild ride. And um, once we got through all of that, that that was like, I would say, a solid 10 minutes of, of somewhat scary waters. Uh, we got out to another place where we just kind of hung out, you know, did some swimming. Um, AJ did a great job of doing a, like a posing thing for all the couples and, and individuals who wanted to jump off the, we'll show you the pictures later. They're hilarious. But like he caught us with the Nepali coast in the background mid shot with a burst shot on your phone. So yeah. And the other thing too, which we need to either do some Google reconnaissance or hopefully maybe one of you guys reach out. They, I've never, so I'm Claire, how you are so polarized by coconut. I'm the same way with pineapple. And really? Oh, oh, yes. And so we were out there and they had this fresh pineapple and we're sitting there and it was my first time. And I'm like, okay, Tara, when in Rome. And so like Alex had this pineapple slice that he had and it had this, um, this specific seasoning type salt on it. And I don't know what it was called because I want it. Mm. And I was like watching him eat it. And I was like, you know what? I'm in, oh, I'm in Hawaii. I got to do this. Yeah. So I was like, fuck it. I'll take one. And um, that was the best pineapple I've ever had she in my life. Now. And I'm now reconsidering, maybe I'm just a princess with pineapple ripeness. I know. And, I was so uh, happy. Freshness. Th- and thank like, you, AJ, for the way, the way he prepared it was like so beautiful and easy to eat. And you know, the, the, the Hawaiian salt and stuff, everything was so good. So you converted Tara. Thank you for that. Um, and then... Going back to the uh, the harbor was also treacherous. Well, yeah, that got it, crazy. And 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 it was it's weird because when you have an expert telling you, he was basically like, "Look, 
the, the next 20 minutes are going to be pretty rough. Like, mm-hmm. hold on to your ass. And, yeah. like, he zipped up his rain jacket and got his um, his gator all secured and everything. And, and we could tell, like, okay, he's even bracing for impact here. So, But we had an absolute blast. Before that trip back, um, we we went a decent way back. He was trying to find some whales for us. Again, we didn't see any. Tara did see I one did. far in the distance. Very but far nobody away else reaching. did. And apparently it was a pretty good one. Um, the one part, the water is different colors all over, depending on where you are. The one looked like whatever that shitty royal, royal, royal blue food coloring is. That's what the ocean looked. I mean, mm. I must put my feet in it. It's it was unlike cool anything blue I've ever Gatorade. Seen. It was no like royal blue, like a deep. It looked fake, and I was like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's so cool. But anyways, after that impossibly blue water, that was like the final trip in back to the marina. And they were blasting music. And uh, they, they were taking uh, requests, like, what do you want to play and everything? I was like, life is good, Drake Future. And <laughs> he put it on. Uh, AJ put it on for me. It started playing. And Danny turns around. And he was like, who, who played this? I was like, it's mine. He was like, he just nodded. Like, <laughs> yeah, good call. It, it, that was like a full circle moment for me because that's like one of my favorite songs of all time. And and uh, had a couple really good travel experiences with it. So that I was like on cloud nine there, and then we're we're heading back in. And that's whenever we started going really because f- like you had to go full throttle into the wind into these waves. It was really intense. Playing really good like karaoke songs. They put on that uh, Cindy Lauper song. Uh, that was I great for the girls. With somebody, yeah, I think. Uh, well, wait so a minute. No, no, no. That's uh, Whitney Houston, right? Yes. I just want to be with somebody. <laughs> Thank you, Claire. Yeah. <laughs> girls just want to have fun. I don't know. Right? Cindy Lauper. I don't know what yeah, the hell it was, but it was a really it, good song. And yeah, I, was, I said Cindy Lauper. I was singing so. with it too. We were playing that. Thank you for confirming, Claire. And uh, the other great sing-along experience was I Want It That Way, Backstreet Boys. I have never sung that song so loud in my life. I was just like belting that shit out just because it was such a harrowing experience. There's like this, I'm just going balls deep on this. So yep. anyways, that that was the highlight of my trip. Uh, I mean, everything was so amazing, but that raft tour, that's a, if you ever go to Kauai, if there's one thing you cannot sacrifice, it's doing a, a Nepali coast Zodiac raft tour. And for the love of God, put sunscreen on because we <laughs> did not. And I, oh, I am, I, if I ever get burnt, typically I, my body fixes itself pretty rapidly. I still get burnt, but I can heal well. I needed sunscreen and the rest of the trip, we were both burnt. So that played into it a didn't ruin of, the trip. Yeah, it didn't we, ruin the trip at all. But I would definitely recommend if you want to get the most enjoyment, sunscreen. Well, and the funny thing Thank is, you, I, I wore a wet shirt, like a, a you know, just like a a pool slash ocean shirt that you can wear the entire time. I wasn't expecting. I wore really short swim trunks, so my upper thighs and my forearms got absolutely destroyed. I did mm. have sunscreen on my face, so it, it was like a weird set of burns. But, anyways, um, and and then a couple other people shout outs. When we got back, I, I got some names and was talking to some other people. I'm pretty sure the, the last set of shout-outs was for uh, Hector and Elisa, I think was her name. Uh, they were just another really fun couple on the trip. And also, big big appreciation to Hector because I went and like rinsed off or something and took my trunks off by like the outside public bathroom. And he commented thing. how big your dick was. Yes! Nice! nice. <laughs> we, we, uh, I literally forgot them and just like left them on the ground. And while you were naked and I, I, and I had something else. I can't remember the sequence of events, but he comes, I just hear, Hey, craft heads. And I oh, look nice. and he's bringing over my soggy, dirty ass swim trunks. I was like, 
dude, you're the man. Like, thank you for bringing these over to me. That's so cool. I didn't leave it because I needed those. So anyways, They're so friendly over there. It's awesome. Yeah. The, it's a, it, one big family, those Hawaii folks. That's what it feels like. And I mean, it's it's a small ass island. Mm-hmm. I, I told you, you can drive basically anywhere in just over an hour. But um, uh, we also stopped at a, a random, I wanted to give a shout out to, oh, we're going to butcher this name. Nope, I got it. Hold on a second. Auntie Lily Koi. Lily Koi, who knows? Um, Lily Koi. Oh, there's there's an apostrophe, so probably Lily Koi, if I had to take a guess. But um, passion fruit products. And um, we got a passion fruit habanero jelly and a passion fruit habanero mustard. I knew Tommy would like those, so I brought those back for us to try. stop eating it. Yeah, Tommy's actually, he's seriously just been picking at cheese and crackers literally the <laughs> entire time. So <laughs> thank you for those products. Those were a, a home run for Tommy and me both. And um, this is this what we got for dinner that night? Mm-hmm. At night, one of the only places that we that we went back to three times on our trip, Scorpacciata. It's a pizza truck. Oh, it's not even a full blown oh, restaurant. Let's go. It's it was um you know I'll say a Neapolitan style, and it was forget style forget where it's located anything because uh, later on on the trip we had guys joke with us tell, say that like for the longest time the best pizza on the island was Costco this was some of the best pizza I've ever had in my life nice so Scorpacciato is the shit what style is it uh, Neapolitan oh sorry you did yeah, say yeah. that yeah no, it's, it's no problem and then, like on one of the return trips I finally was like alright I finally loaded because I had I kept forgetting to take business cards I gave a business card to a guy in the truck and then um, we sat Tara and I were sitting down at an outdoor picnic table and Tara was like that sounds like the Craftheads music I was like what and sure enough, it was emanating from the food truck. They had immediately listened. So awesome. hopefully they liked it and they kept listening. But uh, either way, thanks for checking us out, you guys. That, that really made my day. they're getting a hot shout out right now. Yeah. 50 minutes into the Hawaii episode. Well, yeah, you, you, you apparently you got to listen because we have so many. But um, Tara, you can take the, the next day. We can get through these more yep, quickly. The next, so the next day was, again, sunburn recovery. Um, this <laughs> was our second day of Kenji Burgers. So yep, this <laughs> is where Kathy. I wrote down my Kathy shout out. Yeah. Um, so then we, <laughs> you want to mention that? Yeah. yeah okay. So Alex was so sunburnt and the only long sleeve that he had was his rain jacket. We both had rain jackets. His rain jacket is like wearing like a garbage bag. So it doesn't breathe at all. <laughs> it just it's insulates. It's really good. That's the problem. So we ended up getting Alex a long sleeve shirt from Ross. So we went to Ross. We had a little adventure. Um, I got some sandals there. We went to a Starbucks cause we were, you know, trying to get a mug. Starbucks was totally empty it was huge and empty and had like nothing in it and so i was like i was happy to not yeah 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 hindsight that was good (laughs) so then the biggest starbucks fan to my left yeah and because this day um we didn't have anything planned for it which was good in hindsight um but because of the sunburn i was kind of like well we really shouldn't do too much outside and i was kind of like hey let's just drive to the haena i think is how you pronounce it haena um, side of the, um, you know, so from the east side, we drove north and then west. We were like, we're, let's just go as far as we can. Yep. And so I was telling Alex, I was like, at some point we'll get stopped because obviously it reaches the part where you need to have your passes to get through because that's where the um, it's like a resort. Was. That's oh, where that oh, one hike oh, was. Gotcha. Yep. So we got to that point, turned around, and um, we ended up going to a beach out there, which. Um, was amazing huge waves so when we talk about the surf um 
and again, high like the high surf warnings and stuff. Apparently, winter is like one of the best seasons for surfing out there because the waves are so huge. And we got to witness it firsthand. Like I remember standing on the beach, and um, we were looking out at the like the horizon line on an ocean. And usually, when you look out at that, it should be pretty much flat for for most purposes. You could see the waves on the horizon really? going towards this one section of beach. And I was like, I was blown away by that. I was like, look how freaking huge that wave, those waves are. Like, Do you know how, did anybody give you like a, an estimate of how 15 high? 15 to 20. Wow, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, or more that's depending really, really on which cool. day. But they were huge. And so like, yeah. There was and they a, get a lot bigger too. Yeah. And, and again, another interesting thing, this one beach that we were at, um, the one section of it had a lot of lava rock in, integrated. And so I was like. Oh my god! If you're a surfer, you could like hurt yourself if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, like, <laughs> if, if if you fall off, it's literally six feet the to pan. the left, like, and you're not paying attention because sometimes the ocean pulls you in different directions. You could just land in a pile of rocks and die immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Surfing is one thing. I'm, I think I'm too big of a pussy to try. I'm mm-hmm. just yep. really not interested. And I will <laughs> say, like, yep, the, yep, the drive out was gorgeous. Like, the north side of the island was absolutely beautiful. You talk about Jurassic Park and, like, all of the different, like, mountains and stuff. Gorgeous. Um, and then from there, we had just missed, like, we got this by the skin of our teeth. So we were driving back through, and we were looking at a place to eat dinner, and you found Pink's Creamery. And we Google went reviews. Google reviews only place in the area that I wanted to try. Yep. And so we went there and they're known f- predominantly for their ice cream, obviously because they're a creamery. They do grilled cheese. Grilled cheese is only served until 6 PM. Until you hear this, it was like five fifty-five, And so like we turned around, we're getting there. We're like, we need your grilled cheese. Their grilled cheese was some of the best I've ever had in my life. And it's, Munster cheese, mm. pineapple. Fr- again, fresh the fresh pineapple. Mm. So I'm now a pineapple Ooh, person on your grilled cheese. And yeah, the, the um, that sounds amazing. The island also has wild pig, and they did like a, a pulled pork One on it as well. Uh, by mm. the way, told us that on the island, the pigs, the wild pigs outnumber humans twenty three to one. Wow. And the chickens are only like six to one or something. It's ridiculous. What about cats? Seven. That I don't know. We, There's there no statistic some... on cats, but we saw some wild cats, and they were just chilling. <laughs> wild cats? Not wild, but they were like, stray. Yeah, 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 wild stray. They girl, would just be like thing. all loafed up in the middle of a sidewalk, and it's like, all right, dude. So here's the thing. Our, our, what's our boy's name? I have his business card. Wait, it's on the second part. Okay, good. Let me see. Let me see. Rob. It was Rob. Rob. I, Rob and his wife. Hold on. This I, is their place. Rob, just so you know, I said that before I read it. I I absolutely remembered. I wrote it down on the second day yeah, that did. we went and visited. So, so best grilled cheese, awesome ice cream. It's such a brilliant idea because I, I seldom go out of my way for ice cream alone, but especially in an area that, that you guys are in where there's people hiking and everything, and then they're they're just dead tired and hungry and worn out afterward. Whenever we got back from doing stuff like that, I was like, oh my God, I get my savor and my sweet because I need both. I need my salt and my sugar. Yeah, we and paid for both up front. Like we did, we would get our grilled cheese, eat it, and then we also paid for our ice cream up front. Mm. Yeah, Salty, and then we, sweet, and then vicious we would, cycle. We, we would just it is, and then we would just walk back in and get the ice cream. But um, I hadn't like really introduced myself or talked a whole lot with Rob at that point. That was they wound up being a, a return trip. So mm-hmm. we'll get, we'll get to that. But um, where are you wrapping up here? Oh, and um, by the yeah. by the way, sorry Tara, we are on to our third beer. This is the Maui Brewing Company. <laughs> Mosaic Mo Betta. 
Mo better. Double IPA, 8%. Very solid. Yep. It, I'm really enjoying good. the tasting size also. Good. Yeah. Good. It's manageable when you look at it in its small proportions. It's but mo better. Hit the next mo better, mo tasting. Hey, life hack. Um, these, what we're drinking, the samples that we're managing mm. to split a 12 ounce beer into four little wee glasses, which is a yogurt brand company. Then their yogurts come. I no, I think it's totally different. It's and French. it comes O-U-I. in a glass and we don't like to throw glass away. So. Wa- a wa- wasu or something. Isn't that what these are? The brand? O-U-I. Oh, we. French. It's French. Yeah, but it's just that they come in a little, we use them all the time. It's like the perfect thing for a small amount of liquid. So there you yep. go. And we rounded out that day on our drive back from the North Coast. Um, we were up there for like the sunset time, and there's a lighthouse on the northernmost point. And it was too late in the day for us to do a tour, and they only let you in the first, um, I think, the first floor anyway. So we drove out, got a really cute picture of the sunset and like the lighthouse, like way out where it was from like a point, which was really cool in hindsight. And then, um, I think there, there was a part where a bunch of cars were stopped on this one road out to that lighthouse watching the sunset, like people like up on their mm. cars and stuff. And so uh. we stopped, we turned our lights off, we're standing there watching the sunset. It, the whole thing was gorgeous. And then I had my treacherous drive home with like the wonky lights and stuff. Oh, and I was right, like right, right. fighting for my life to get us home <laughs> safe. And like every day, we because we were five hours back, what was really nice is most of the adventurous stuff that you do, certainly on Kauai, I don't want to speak for all of the islands, it you can schedule them for very early in the morning, like 6, 7 a.m. So you don't really sleep in. And then Tara and I were going to bed on average in between 8 and 9 p.m. But when you get up at, you know, 5, that's not a big deal. And as a result, we never even screwed up our sleep schedule. Yeah, and I will say a lot of the businesses on this island in particular close early mm-hmm. as well. So yeah. it, everything worked out perfectly for us. And I'll let you take the next day. Okay, cool. So the next day was, um, it was a little bit hairier. Um, but I'll say for for two main reasons. So we did the Wailua River Kayak and Hike. Uh, that was another thing that I really wanted to do. And so the, one of the things I wanted to do was kayak and or take those Zodiac rafts into the sea caves mm. on the Nepal, uh, the Nepali coast. But li- because of the water that day, literally we would have all died. Yeah. So it just depends on the conditions. I remember the one time uh, Danny pointed, he was like, because you can also go snorkeling too, but again, the weather wasn't conducive of it. He pointed out to me, he was like, we went snorkeling there two days ago. And I looked at the at the the coast, and it was waters that would have killed you. So it's mm. it's just crazy. But um, I wanted to kayak through those. Couldn't do that, so I, we settled on a river kayak, which was a, actually a nice change of pace from the ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely beautiful. Everything green. You kayak maybe two miles. It's a two mile kayak in. You do a um, well, technically the whole thing. You do total of four miles of kayaking and two miles of. Right. Uh, walking slash hiking. Got it. Thank you. So w- once you take the kayak uh, down the river, you get to a certain part that you take a, as as Tara said, hike, but it's basically a walk because they, they like put down practically a, a single file boardwalk, like all the way through it, which it's fine. You know, it, it certainly was easy. Let me tell you, that's what's nice. It's very accessible, like for all levels of humans, like you're totally fine to get in there. What was really cool about this is we, uh, after the hike, at the, the culmination of the hike is this thing called the Secret Falls. And it is a tall, it's not raging, but it's it's a substantial waterfall and it's huge. And 
Uh, this was my, my only regret of the trip is that I couldn't convince Tara to do this. And I certainly wasn't going to try and like coerce her into it, but I, I did try and make it clear. I think you're going to regret not doing it, but I was like, I want to get under that waterfall and get pelt and just get pummeled by a <laughs> waterfall in Hawaii. That yeah. sounds cool. I'm here. I'm never going to do this again until I'm back in Hawaii. But, um, I, there, you had to swim across a, a small body of water to get to it. And it was cold. And I was like, whatever, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to go for it. And I had my hiking boots on, which by the way, we had to completely submerge with our hiking boots, which like really sucked. I, I kind of didn't know that yeah, was part of this. I and I take blows. water shoes. I would have taken my toe shoes. I don't know why I didn't my Vibrams, but anyways, um, I left those on and just had my like trunks on and jumped into this water and swam over to the waterfall. That was the, this is going to sound weird. That was the coldest water I've ever experienced in my life. You're thinking to yourself, it's Hawaii. How cold could it have been? I'm telling you, it sucked my soul out of my Ooh. body. But it was all in one moment. I was like, Wim Hof is onto something. <laughs> I was just like, this this feeling is incredible. I just like shed a bunch of like negativity and bullshit out of my life, uh-huh. and I just feel so good. Went up to the waterfall. It was really cool because there was another guy who was taking uh, pictures of his pretty wife like sitting in the water and like flaring her hair out but i saw him taking the pictures and tara wasn't taking pictures of me i should have asked i don't know why i didn't and i was like i'm definitely getting caught in these so i went back to him afterwards i was like hey weird question was i in any of your pictures because i would love to have one he was like oh yeah i think this is you right nice. and i was like this, i was like this freaky like bigfoot looking guy on, on oh, the side oh i can't wait to see it's, that one. it's so good it's so great. anyways that that the waterfall part of that trip made it so, so worth it. This was the only... Something magical about a waterfall. Oh my I God. agree with you. It, and especially when you see how tall this thing was. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that sucked about this this kayak trip, and it's, it's self-inflicted, was the not... Well, partially, was, was not being sure of um, having the additional footwear so that we didn't have to get our hiking boots soaked. And then on the way back, you know, at this point it was closer to noon. I was getting cooked alive because we the sun was beating down. It was overcast in the morning, but the sun was beating down on the river, and I couldn't take off my rain jacket because mm, I oh, I had you're getting smoked. I had to cover those. <laughs> I was like, I'm not exposing my skin even with block. I'm just not doing it. I thought you were gonna pass out, and I like rode us and in, so I had Tara, to row us across the river. By well, hold myself. on, hold on. Tara's the wait. Hold on. Let me defend myself first. Tara's the delicate little flower of the relationship, and I'm always just kind of like suck it up because half the time she's like in heat stroke. This time I was like, okay, I'm actually very, very hot, like Mm. to the point where I'm really cooking. I was like, I made this little tent for myself that I'm like holding the jacket over my because I wanted ventilation. Yeah, he looked insane. (laughs) I I was miserable at the end. Again, this part was self inflicted. I'm not shitting on the tour. And then, um, and, and I, I rode harder than I'd ever rode in my life. Like we really had it down to a science at that point. But then when we got to the end, we had to wait for the rest of our tour. Well, unfortunately we crushed it. Oh yeah. So I got to, and there was no cover, no shade. So I sat and cooked and waited and waited and waited for everybody to catch up. And I finally told Tara, I was like, Tara, 
can you take us across? Because we were on the other side of the river. I was like, please just take us across. Because I was like, I I literally can't do anything. There was like, shade over there on the other side? Well, well I wanted it, to get out of the water. It, it, oh, that okay. was the point. She Because she, that river also does um, kind of like a, like a catamaran type boat where they are like, okay, kayaks, stay on this one lane of the river. That way you don't get, you know, crushed by this huge monstrosity Stealing yeah so whatever. how about we all reconvene you know at this point across the river and then at the end we'll like shoot across and we'll go up and you know we'll take our kayaks out um yeah that was that was rough i would say if <laughs> anyone listening to this podcast has that on if they want to go to Kauai and they want to do this river kayak i would recommend renting a vehicle that you can haul a kayak yourself and mm-hmm. renting all the equipment yourself um that way you're on your own time schedule it's significantly cheaper too yeah to do it that way but you know we just didn't have the vehicle for it and, and our, our our guy did a good job and everything else was good like i said the the main bad parts were self-inflicted so um th- just some you know some things that we learned on that one but it was overall great i i wouldn't go back in time and not do that Especially because mm-hmm. of the waterfall. That shit was amazing. Do we want to talk about this part? I, just real quick. I, it was <laughs> funny. We had to like take an afternoon break where we just drank beers and dr- and um, dried all the soaking wet clothing that we had just like on the staircase at the <laughs> hotel. And we just... We made a friends. Like the one guy walked by People kept coming back times. and forth. And they just loved that we were just standing there drinking, using the sun to dry clothes. But anyways... Um, Later on that, did we do full laundry that day or no? Was that no. And we no, did we do laundry one time in Hawaii, this, which was hilarious. This next but part. the one thing I told Tara, I was like, another thing we need to do because I've been to Costa Rica before, and they have uh, world class zip lines there. They also have them in Kauai, on Kauai, and their longest one is three quarters of a mile. It's no joke. Just one strip. One is exactly. three quarters long. And they had tours and ones where you could do a bunch, but I was like, let's just do the biggest one and go down it. And, you know, that way we, we will have done that. We have that under our belt. And um, that was where we met uh, Dusty and Saber. And I think that was Outfitters Kauai. I think that was the name. I'm pretty sure. I feel sure enough about yeah. it that, especially combining that with Dusty and Saber, our, our like two guides. Um, that that's definitely the place to go, but they they're the ones that own the largest one. So that was really fun. We and it started raining whenever we got there, but it was like only sprinkling a little bit. Um, we get into a truck and they drive us up the mountain. They have some. Uh, they told us some really cool things about the history of this area. It goes way back to like this this Hawaiian princess and everything who owned it and passed it along to some another family under the condition that they could never let it leave the family, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, Jurassic Park was filmed there. Which was awesome. More Jurassic Park stuff, yeah. So that was awesome. We get up to the actual zip line. They're showing us what to do. We're putting our gear on. Then it starts pouring. Oh, no. Dogs and cats, like, drops that'll put your eyes out. Yeah, Yeah, raining chickens. And they're like, well, let's give it five minutes to see what happens. But he was looking at the radar. He's like, probably going to have to. Because they they do it rain or shine. It's totally safe. It's just pouring down rain. Finally, we were like, all right, this isn't letting up. And Tara's first zip line experience was in the pouring rain thank god i had my baseball hat on and my sunglasses because oh, yeah we having were that going, hit your eyes would be so annoying we were going a lot of people so, had to close their eyes yeah, yeah we were going so fast and i was like okay at least my eyes are good and i could put my head straight because you're um we were hooked up on our backs mm. so we would go down like flying superman scrolls. yeah superman and um the only the only thing i wish i would love to go eventually if we ever go back hopefully cross the fingers it's good weather 
I would love to do that and be able to look around at all the scenery because it was pouring down rain. Yep. We could I couldn't really look up and at stuff because in the lower half. You of could my look face, down there. It was really cool. It was just getting halted <laughs> with rain. We it, were going so fast. The, oh. the speed and 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 thrill of it is so cool and worth it. Um, overall, that was a really great experience. There were a couple of other couples there too. Which it took my breath all, away. Yeah. We were going so fast. And I, like the rain hitting you and being cold, like the, my whole back end was soaked. Cause like he hooked me up first and I'm just like chilling, waiting. And while Alex is being hooked up and I'm just getting poured on while I'm laying there. And so then I go flying through the air and I just like, holy shit. And then I'm looking and I don't, I never understood the mechanism of how you stop. Oh, and so yeah. I'm like, oh shit. You're coming how is this going to work? to do anything. Yeah. No, understanding it now, I'm yeah. like... But uh, it's it was fun. that was a lot of fun, and um, definitely the the rain didn't really take away from the experience, in my opinion. But the, those guys were really awesome. So thank you, Dusty and Saber. We we had a blast on that tour. It's especially again, it's a lot of times it has to do with the people involved on on the whole thing. So um, that was a great experience. Uh, by the way, that evening we got our second scorpacciata pizza. Yes, uh, <laughs> I requested it because we had a disappointing first dinner. Um, that we wanted to revisit a certain place and we won't name it. So, um, yeah, it wasn't shout out bad, to the pizza truck. Yes. Yeah. It was just disappointing for me. It was, I guess for both of us, I was, me I was so. okay. I was basically satisfied and I was just like, Tara, do you want to score Pachiata? And she was like, Oh my God, please. So yeah, we went over there and did that again. But, um, anyways, uh, there's just two days left. The second to last day got up and did uh, Imua coffee again, which I already told you how, how good that is. Do you want me to handle this one? Yeah, sure. Talk so about this, so Shit, this was amazing. To I'll reference get the next your hiking thing. Um, so this trail was one that I saw that is very, um, Instagram worthy. I will say, um, it's called the Kalalau trail and it's on the West coast. And, um, there are varying degrees of, um, fourth one. Nice. Um, there are varying degrees of passes. So you can, like if you're an island, like if you live there, you can access the park. Um, there are for, you know, outsiders, two different options. Um, one, if you're going to hike the whole thing, I think the whole trail, um, one way is 11 miles. Don't quote Whoa. me on that. One In order, way? One way is 11 miles. So a lot of people that's, come that's from like all over hours. the world. Yes. Oh, yeah. A lot of people come from all over the world to hike this. And so if you're going to do that, and then there's another offshoot on this trail that goes up to a waterfall, which is another two miles up. So that's like 13 miles of hiking just one way. So you need like an overnight camping. And so you can do that. Like you can get an overnight camping um, pass, like parking. They only have like 70 parking passes a day that you can use. Um, and it's only for one night. The other option is a day pass, which you have to have to access. And with that, you park at a shuttle stop. We woke up super early and um, w- stopped at this shuttle stop. And um, I think we got there at like the 7 a.m. departure time. So we were up really early, like 5.40 a.m. Damp hiking boots because of the day before um, that we completely submerged. Ooh. So that was fun and It was annoying, whatnot. but we got them to be serviceable. Yeah. Um, so we got up early, rode our shuttle, got there and this hike was absolutely stunning. And, um, two people in my family have mentioned, like there are certain parts where you can stop and see like these gorgeous scenic views, like looking right down the coast, seeing the mountains and then like the ocean going off into the distance. And, um, even my mom, like 
commented it, it kind of reminded her of um like you know like a high school dance where they like set up like one of those little like an archway uh, an archway or something and then there's a green screen and then behind you something gorgeous yeah it kind of looked like that like it looked fake it was so pretty <laughs> um but we that hike was gorgeous um i will say it was much more you strenuous guys did a lot more outdoorsy stuff than i even thought and oh, i thought you guys were gonna tons, do tons um every day yeah this was much more strenuous than the waterfall hike i will say I, I we saw one guy with sandals um and white socks and this was so we were on our way back and we saw him i was like oh man you're not prepared for what you're about to experience there was a lot of mud a lot of rain from the previous days and so that i was thank god we brought our hiking boots but the culmination of this hike is it's a so it's a four mile round trip hike to uh, one specific beach so we get out, we take our awesome pictures. The hike is great and wonderful. Thank God we did the morning because we're burnt and he was in his rain jacket that he didn't overheat at all. And where it was located on the Western coast, um, we didn't really have any kind of over direct or overhead sunshine. Not the rain jacket. Oh, sweatshirt, yeah. And it was perfect. Actually. Yeah, it was it was awesome for you. Um, and so <laughs> we ended up getting... It was awesome for you. Yeah, we ended up getting to the, the beach, and this beach actually was... We have pictures, we'll show you. Very rocky, and there's an actual sand part, I think, on this beach. The surf was so high and so treacherous, we couldn't even see the sand. And so we crossed over this river, we you know got to the one... Um, like a sign or something, but it was wild seeing that like beach just getting pummeled in like sea caves and stuff. And like, I don't know. It was, it was interesting. I was think I was thankful for the limited amount of people that they allowed in because that hike was, mm-hmm. it was somewhat crowded and it was only 900. Well, people. And it, it was it, super early in the morning. I would say it was on the verge of being crowded. It wasn't actually crowded. It made me think of like how many times when we go on ho- hikes around here in Georgia and it, like you're passing people all the time. And that's not really the way it was there. And um, speaking of that, I did want to point out the like the str- strenuous level. One thing I'm kind of proud as proud of as a uh, Georgian is Blood Mountain is worse. Yes. This, don't get me wrong. This was very steep, lots of ups and downs, but like Blood Mountain is still, in my opinion, more strenuous. This was a thousand times more beautiful and special, but uh, we we have some decent mountains. Oh, we kicked, yeah, and I would say we kicked ass on this trail too because, so I would say we arrived around maybe 7.30. <laughs> we caught the 10.30 shuttle out. So we hiked like a little over four miles in that amount of time and also did pictures. We sat down, we watched the ocean, like we did a lot of stuff. But I, there was only like one other person on that shuttle with us. Yeah, no, I, actually, I don't think there was anybody on that one. But regardless, that um, that one way trip, yeah, it, on another trip, or especially if we had like another couple with us, like the overnight thing would have been super cool. But it by the time we got down to that beach, realizing we had at least an hour and a half back, and if we went further in, we were looking at another five to six hours to add to that. It just it wasn't in the cards for this particular trip and it's not a regret at all. It just, we got exactly what we wanted. It was, it was the most beautiful hike I've ever been on in my Mm -hmm. life with, with no second close place. So, um, that was wonderful. And after that, we were definitely worn out. Uh, we hadn't eaten anything that day. All we had was water all morning. So, uh, we went to Pink's Creamery and that's where Rob Mm -hmm. and I kind of like, we had, he wasn't as busy at this time because we went like right when they opened and we had time to like talk and you know, I brought up the podcast and then we, we were just like, you know, introducing ourselves and everything. And just what a cool guy, super awesome. Uh, he and his wife, I didn't get to speak to his wife at all, but they own the place. And I just, 
that's the kind of thing that Tara and I like dream of doing one day, just having our own small little business wherever we wind up landing. So I'm glad they're, they're living the dream. Yeah. And the motivation, um, when we were talking about it on the hike, we were like, Oh, let's just, let's try to go to pinks where we were parked was two seconds away, Mm -hmm. right down the street from this, um, establishment. And so on the hike back, I was motivated to go faster <laughs> to get to pink to get to pink, yeah, so I could get my uh, grilled cheese and my ice cream. And I will say, for the ice cream aspect, for people that like coconut, not Claire, <laughs> Tommy, if you like Great coconut and if you like ice cream, they had the best coconut ice cream I have ever had in mm. my entire life. I, I that agree. sounds tasty. So on their menu, it said quite possibly the best coconut ice cream you'll ever have. Well, if, if a place makes that statement, I'm going to put it to the test. Yeah. And I was better, like, oh, it was. Yeah, you better not incredible. be lying about yeah, that. Yeah, it was, it was so good. And, I'll and, say, and even their vanilla was like world class, and it's cool because it's made with vanilla beans grown on the Big Island. Yeah. So I just loved all the local stuff, you know? Yeah, the local stuff was one of my favorite things. And um, speaking of, so Tommy has just held up the fourth beer. We have the Bikini Blonde from Maui Brewing Company. It's a lager. And what's the percentage? Oh, hold on. It's right under here. 4.8. So finishing up the beers there. Um, This is going to be good timing for the final day whenever we get to that because we have a couple drinks left. Um, But anyways, uh, finished up at Pink's there, went home. I stopped for a mid sip there and um, we, we actually, that was when we did laundry, which was kind of hilarious at our, at our hotel place. And it was, mm-hmm. we, we kind of needed a break it. You know, at this point when you're doing this much stuff every single day for a week, like it's, it's good to have a little bit of R and R got dinner at a local sports bar. That was cool. Um, and we are in a little nighttime. This is we, kind of like a, this was like, our chill, like romantic evening where, you know, especially because of our burns and everything, we hadn't spent a whole lot of time on the beach, which this time of the year, it's not even like I kept telling Tara, while we're here in Hawaii, let's do things we can only do in Hawaii. If we want to go to the beach, go to Florida, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like anytime we want. So we went to the beach that's right outside of our place and there's this giant, uh, it's a tree. It's literally yeah, like a huge tree trunk, a, a felled <laughs> tree. And it's, it's, um, but it's, it's almost like driftwood cause it's so dried out yeah. and you're sitting and we were able to just like sit on it watched the sunset, had some drinks, and that was just like a really wonderful experience to wind mm-hmm. down the night too. And uh, got a Mai Tai at the pool bar as well because there was a tiny pool. Love a good Mai Tai. Yeah, they have good Mai Tais down there. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to name any names, but there was a place that I went to um, in Florida. We might have alluded to it on a previous podcast yep. where they said they had like a world-famous Mai Tai. And it was disgusting. <laughs> it, it wasn't just not good. It was disgust. It was one of the worst cocktails I've ever had. So I was worried about trying them in Hawaii. I was like, maybe I just don't like mai tais. No, theirs were great. I wonder if it was bad pineapple juice because uh, recently we were talking about like you know pineapple like juice cocktails types of stuff and like if you let pineapple juice go too long in the fridge or something in the metal cans in the metal can it'll get like a a, a weird odor taste or something i had some the other day and i thought i was gonna gag that's the only explanation i have for why you had such a bad yeah anyways um i think they went too heavy on some of the the weirder ingredients at the place in florida last day um hilarious uh, tara had a oh my god literally a court date and um finally got her last name changed because for anybody who doesn't know especially for friends friends and things like that um or new listeners Tara and I, we got married in the state uh, at least uh, over a year before our church marriage. And because we were like, oh, 
we want to wait to do the name until like yeah, we get the romantic. official church marriage and all that kind of stuff. Uh, don't do that ever. Advice: If you ever want to do the state marriage, just change it then, because if you do it later, it is treated as as if I wanted to change my name right now for no reason. It's I'm, a nightmare. We're out of pocket. So much money because of that. Yeah, it costs it's so much money. More than the money. And it's I just had the to go down. And the frustration. Yeah, and I just had to go down to the court. So not only did I have to, it wasn't bad waking up at eight o'clock Hawaii time, but. I was up early, got on this thing and a zoom call. And I'm just like, Oh my God. Like I waited like a year for this. Are you kidding me? Like for some person to take five minutes to say, you yeah. know, three questions. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Go get your papers hey, Friday. That's, but that's government for you. That's government so, for you. So, but anyways, we got that done on our official honeymoon, yes. which was fun. And exactly. then this, congrats. Big thank congrats. You. this was the day that I had designated early on in the trip. In fact, where I said, Wednesday is gonna is gonna be our 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 side quest cleanup day. So anything that we had seen earlier on another day, hey, we gotta stop there, or like, oh, we gotta do this one last thing before we leave. We gotta get some gifts for people. That was our cleanup quest day. And sure enough, we run around like did I don't want to say errands, but like did a few things that were just low key that we could you know do no problem, kind of enjoy and relax. And the first thing that we did um, after Imua Coffee for I guess technically that was a three tripper. Um, the tree trooper. We went to what we are now going to experience, uh, and this is good because we're going to get like real drunk and then sign off on the podcast. <laughs> was Kaloa, um, the the distillery on uh, Kauai. They make incredible rums there, and what's what's really cool about them is a lot of times, you know, like coconut rum, for example, like Poopy Malibu. It's like thirty proof or something. I, don't quote me, but it's it's low. It, it almost is yeah. like a liqueur. I'm pretty sure Malibu's only 20. Just okay, that, so 20%, maybe yes. 40 proof, whatever. Yeah. It's it's real basic. It, it can make anything taste really good. It's super sweet. They they make their rums all pretty high proof. Not the right one, honey. Triple sex 30, I think. It's, it's, well, it's tw- so it's 24% alcohol, 48 proof. So uh, that's what I'm saying is like it, Malibu's almost like a liqueur yeah, level, yeah, yeah. like it's not really We went wrong. this far. I just checked. Okay, it's 21% oh, is it's Malibu. less than triple sec. Yeah, no. exactly. Yeah. So anyways, um, Kaloa makes all kinds of incredible rums, and it's something that I'm really glad that we're drinking at the end of this podcast, not only because it, it was like a really native craft product, which is what Craft Heads is all about, that came from the island of Kauai, but rum is a neglected spirit on the podcast. Uh, we've certainly had rums and cocktails with rums. Actually, the zombie was one of our first drinks ever all the way back. Didn't somebody else recommend that for us, or did you pick that I out? I think I did. Okay. I think that was one. Oh, I hope it wasn't somebody now. Now, if you're claiming that you picked it out. Uh, yeah, that's that's true. You're right. It was, no, it was the third one. It was episode three. Was it? Yes. You think so? Yeah. All right, we're holding you to it. But yeah. if, if you look back at the, the catalog, um, you'll be able to see. But um, anyways... Uh, the three that we got, so we did a tasting. Um, it, what's really cool is we went right into the gift shop and I saw the tastings were like every hour on the hour. And I was talking to Lisa with two eyes, by the way, very easy to remember her name, uh, sweetest lady, She's, uh, real fun to talk to and get to know. And we told her about the podcast and everything later, but we went to the gift shop and we, I immediately, like I had I'd done a little bit of research online to see which ones were their best products or like most unique. And I definitely, I knew I was going to get their coconut rum because it's, it's 80 proof. It's a full strength rum, obviously uh, coconut infused. And um, the other one that I wanted to get, it's called 
not spiced rum, but Kauai spice rum. Mm. And it's 88 proof. Mm. So for people who are used to like Captain Morgan and, and Admiral Nelson, God forbid, <laughs> um, you know, they, they even said, because we wound up doing a tasting, this is their answer to that because their distillers think that Captain Morgan is like too sweet and like overspiced and everything. And they like having the higher proof and making it not as sweet. And um, we, we, we bought the two bottles, signed up for a tasting. And I, I even asked her, I was like, this is free. And she said, yeah, the, the tastings are complimentary. So we went in there and uh, there were like groups of, I don't know, maybe eight, 10 people, something like that. Went in. Randy was an awesome guide. We had, we had a lot of fun with that. He was showing, he was showing us, Maybe I think maybe total five different kinds of rum, but he they also have some pre-made bottles of like cocktails, like they're a pre-made uh, mai tai with their products. It was they're very good. He had them set uh, set out for us in shot glasses. Told us what to mix with what. He was like float the dark rum on top, and then you got yourself That's really a little, cool. Yeah, it was really I awesome. like that. That's a cool experience. Really, fun. and it was a beautiful tasting room too. I mean, the whole experience it was just great, and it cost me money. Mm-hmm. Because we tried the chocolate one, and then Tara was like, "Well, we're not leaving without a bottle of that." So we went back to the gift shop, got the the cocoa uh, or cacao or whatever. So they uh, we have the chocolate, coconut, and the spice rum. We poured them for everybody. Yep. Uh, what do you want to start with? Um, well, I, I'm skipping the the cocoa and the coconut. I lied. I think I'm going to too, since it was in my cocktail. Okay, good. So I well, I mean, you might have stuff poured already, but um, yes. I'll oh, gotcha. Yep. We all have the spiced, right? So you can shoot it or sip it. We we only have like half ounce pours. It's the lighter. Um, yeah, spice, yep. spice yep. is the lighter. You'll be able to. You'll be able to smell, smell it if yeah. you smell the the other one. But um, it oh, like yeah. hey, that smells like Captain Morgan. Be, before we do this, um, oh, hopefully I'm saying this right. Okole Makuna. That's Okole like Makuna. their cheers. cheers. Bottoms up. Yep. Okole Makuna. Yep. Okole Makuna. Hakuna Matata. <laughs> exactly. Wow. 88 That's proof. 88? Yep. Tommy, doesn't it taste like dessert in your mouth? I, when I was there, I had to take a second sip to really get it. Because I used to drink Addie Nelson in college, and it like, hurt. <laughs> it hurt every time. It was Addie bad. Yeah, out um, of the plastic jug. It was terrible. This, it brought back like a little memory of that, but like with, with class. Wow, that is you know very I mean? classy. That's a that classy a, rum. That's a very good rum. I had a bad moment with Parrot Bay Fruit punch rum in, in college <laughs> yeah. oh no it, it stayed with me i feel like there's a bunch of really shitty easy to drink cheap rums especially when you're pay young. for your rum yeah it, like just like you're supposed to pay for your scotch and pay for your bourbon yeah, pay for don't your neglect rum. it it's no yeah. different like you're gonna get what you pay for yeah so and i will say a note because i was wow. i was so impressed was with good. this distillery and i think all of the stuff here is amazing and and when we get to the coconut i don't know if anyone's gonna drink it with me but one of the things they had, they mixed, they mixed the chocolate and coconut. They said, try the coconut, try the chocolate, and then mix it together half and half or whatever. Oh. Incredible. Like coconut chocolate. Like if you like that kind of dark chocolate or whatever. It was amazing. But I was so impressed with all their rum that um, I, they even have, like if you go on their website, they have a, um, a, a feature, a function where you can look it up on the mainland if there's a distributor near you. And for some reason, oh, cool. Georgia is like a dead spot. So nah, we're going to go boo. find friends near us. And we're going to sit we're like right down the street at Savvy. I think we're going to try to reach out to them and just say, Hey, maybe you should start carrying this. Nice. But totally there's some, Florida has a bunch of around Tampa area. You can find it in some distiller or um, some distributors down there. But 
it's so impressive that I think this might be a go-to rum for us. Oh, if in I our can household. find it, it definitely. If will we be. can find it, it's, it will be. I'm so. And impressed. I mean, I, I think. Well, I don't know if you can or not. You, you probably. I, actually, I don't want to say anything. You may or may not be able to order it because I know there's really weird laws about shipping and everything. But yeah, like it's it's about spreading the word and we're giving it the craft head seal of approval it's really good stuff and and it's it's not cheap and it's not expensive it's mid 30s here's here, a, most here, of these bottles here's a really big approval for the for the Kaloa rum um a reoccurring theme on the craft Heads podcast is ranking your six spirits um that bumped rum back up to number 4 of oh, six I for love me it. which rum i'm pretty sure was like 6 yeah like I, totally it, neglect. it's been really low for me. Like even I hate vodka, and I think I was putting vodka above it. Rum is back to number four above brandy and vodka. That's okay, huge. I was I was just going to ask upgrade. What are your ratings? Yeah, it's I give I, us your one through six, Tommy. My my one through six has always been. I mean, not always, but it, it's like gin era. Gin. Oh man, the top three are like really switching around. Um, actually, okay, as of today, my top six. Is bourbon, tequila, gin, rum, brandy, vodka. T- technically whiskey. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> whiskey. Yeah, uh, apologies. It. Yes, but it's fair. That's yeah, fair. I I know we've talked about this a lot on the podcast, but that's like a question that I love to ask any kind of spirit oh, head, definitely. just to make sure they know their shit. But yep. um, huge wreck on the Kaloa. Good. The good fact call. that I can um. R E C, not W R E C K. I don't know if this is well known, but I um I, I tend to Huge be wrecked. <laughs> I'm I tend, wrecked. I tend to not do spirits as much. Drinking neat, mm-hmm. like Alex does, his bourbon, his whiskeys, his scotch, like all that kind of stuff. The fact that I can drink this neat mm-hmm. out of a shot That's glass right. and just sip it and enjoy the flavor speaks volumes. And the first one that did that for me was some of the high end tequila that we have, mm-hmm. where I sipped it and I'm like. Oh shit! I didn't know tequila could, you know, be so good. That's oh, what shit. I'm saying. I didn't know about, rum could be so good. That's what I'm saying. It's incredible, and it yeah. was, um, th- yeah. I wish it, that was a perfect last day activity for really us wise. to go and just kind of go there at like noon or whatever time we were there and start just drinking yep. rum. Yeah. So, so don't forget, we still have the coconut and and the cocoa one. Um, you guys can do this however you want. I, I, the way that we did it at the tasting was, I tr- we tried the coconut, tried the chocolate. And then what was left over of each, we poured together as a little bit of a mix. And together, they complement each other beautifully. So do it however you want, Tommy. I'm but just I'm right. shooting the cocoa. And, um, oh, you're I, shooting the coconut? Cool. Coconut. I'll start no, with co- the, the, no, the, the, the cocoa. The cocoa. Cacao. Cacao. Shit. Let's call it chocolate. It's falling yeah, apart. Yeah, it's chocolate. <laughs> Are we yeah. going chocolate next? Yeah, we'll yeah. do chocolate next. And a cool note about the chocolate. So apparently there is a uh, Hawaiian-grown cacao from the Lydgate Farms. So they send it over here. So it's Hawaiian chocolate, goes to the Hawaiian rum, and then they send back the chocolate after it soaks in the rum, and then that chocolate uh, company uh, sells their rum-soaked chocolate. So mm. the whole thing is like a really like nice loop, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Well, so, and what's... And you guys drink, so that way while I'm babbling, um, we're not taking up too much time. <laughs> but uh, it's that's kind of the beautiful thing about the the Hawaiian Islands is it makes sense to you know go stay local and like basically support all of each other with the businesses. And 
you know, make things last as long as you can and, and recycle things. Like you see a lot of old cars that, you know, all over the road because like they, when I say they can't afford, it's not because they're poor. It's like you literally can't afford to just import zillions and zillions of cars like, you know, like sure. the mainland does. And there's only so, so like, much room. Yeah. Yeah. And there's only so much room for stuff. Exactly. So I love all of these businesses that are all like basically, I don't know about dependent on each other, but it's just like this mutually beneficial relationship where they can all help each other out because local is an important thing anyways. And it just so happens that it makes for, it makes sense for them logistically as well. Mm-hmm. So that was just a wonderful experience at uh, the Kaloa Distillery. And we also, we're not going to try them here on the podcast, but we did right before we started recording, Tommy and I are, for any new listeners, we're huge hot sauce freaks. Oh, Tommy wants some. And um, so this was the Spicy Ninja Sauce Company, I think. And they had a bunch of hot sauces at the distillery gift shop. I'm not sure what the relationship is there. They, you know, they might just distribute for them, but uh, they're made in Hawaii. And the two that I got, uh, one of them was Advanced Tactical Weaponized Starfruit Death Star OG. Hilarious name. Um, this one, I w- first of all, I loved both of them. They're both very high quality. Um, hot sauces, you sort of never know what you're going to get. Sometimes you get something really amazing. Another time it's just salt sauce, as I call it. Um, the Death Star is the taste wise, it tastes like a really, really, really good wing sauce. But I'll say it's hot. Like, I mean, it actually has some serious kick to it that really um, builds. I'm not even, it's the ingredients are um, carrots, vinegar, a grown, a naturally grown Hawaiian pepper blend, star fruit juice, uh, water, lime juice, salt, garlic, and of course, groovily grown aloha naturally. So, I'm not even sure exactly what peppers that entails, but it's actually, it's quite, has a lot of heat. The one that wasn't as hot, but definitely was more interesting and unique was the, uh, Mauna. I'm Mauna? Ter- I, let's just say, I'm going to say it like a, you know, garbage English, just Mauna, M-A-U-N-A, uh, Mauna Kea magma sauce, also spicy, spicy ninja sauce, but it's like red and it tastes a little sweeter because it is. I would is, say deep. It's a deep red. It is a yeah that yeah not like a hot spicy looking yeah. red because um, it's made from beets. That's mm-hmm. the main part of it with a ninja pepper blend and uh, basically all of the other stuff as well. So, that sauce is super high quality. That's yeah. like you know how you came over our place and tried the Voodoo Reaper um, from uh, Pepper Palace. Shout out Pepper. That's Palace. Tommy's favorite and mine now. Yeah, yeah, because um, yeah, I bought you a bottle. Yeah, and um, you came over, tried that, and you were like, "This might be one of my favorite hot sauces ever." That's how I'm feeling about the monomagma. Yeah, and and it's like a, it's all it's as much a garnish and sauce period, as it is a hot sauce. Yeah. you know what I mean. It's like in a, it's that'd in be a, really good in a chili. Yeah, it really would. Or like eggs and shit. Oh man, it would be yeah. so good. So, anyways, that that wraps up that experience. And then I think this is our, um, I think this is our last uh, real shout out. We um, so I have. I'm weird about flying. Uh, I'm I'm getting a lot better because I do it so much. But I I still think being in an airplane, no matter the fact, I know the physics of it all. I know that those don't want to go down, and you have extremely talented pilots taking you from point A to point B. But I still think it's an unnatural feeling to be in an airplane, and whenever you, there's turbulence, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna die. So. And I think people who don't think it's unnatural are crazy. But anyway, count, count me as crazy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Count me as crazy. I would, I'm with you, Alex. I, I know Claire is, and, and I feel like more people than not 
are very t- are totally fine with flying. But um, I don't know. It's just a weird thing. But I get a lot better with it. But still, I was thinking, you know, it's a long flight. If it winds up being hairy, I wouldn't mind having some CBD on hand. And they have tons of that stuff in, in Hawaii. I mean, they have stuff in Georgia, too. I The laws surrounding CBD are so stupid and exhausting. It, it, like, I was... Because I was terrified of like getting something going through TSA, even though it's completely legal, but like somehow getting in trouble because it has to be under 0.3% THC or something like that. It, the whole thing was just exhausting to try and figure out. But anyways, we went to a place called Garden Isle CBD. And I went because of the Google reviews. And he, this dude had a 5.0. And I was like, okay. like This, this dude... Yes, singular uh, dude. Uh, I mean that that this was his business. Oh, his, okay. his name is Kalani. Oh, okay. And K E H L A N I. K A L A N I. Okay. And let me just let me let me start with him. He's just a beautiful man <laughs> and he's he's going to leave the world a little bit better of a place than whenever he came in. Okay. Like he's just one of those people. We got there, I I was like, you know, I don't really know much about any of this stuff. I've done this, I've done that. And this is what I'm looking for, and it would be cool to take the edge off on on the airplane or whatever. And we we just had a, a great conversation. He, dude, was so knowledgeable. Ridiculous how much stuff he knew. Um, and we tasted something in the shop. He was like, "Here, just try one of these." Uh-huh. I was like, "Okay, you know, yeah. one of those like ring gummies and everything." And it's just, this was just CBD. And then he, uh, I was like, "Yeah, this this kind of thing looks perfect. The content looks perfect. It's obviously legal." I was like, what can we, you know, buy off of you? And he gave us these, I don't think I even told you about this. He gave us these packets with three rings each. Uh-huh. He was like, just take these. And I was like, well, how much are they? He was like, I'm not going to take your money for these. What? I was like, <laughs> that's your what? business. He was like, I keep these on hand for people like you, you know, just coming in, just need, need something small, trying to learn a little bit more about this and everything. He was like, seriously, it's, it's. I was like, well, the least I can do is shout you out on my podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. His business is also online and ships oh, to nice. the States. Yep. So I yeah. told Alex, I was like, hey, you know, whenever we uh, start, you know, buying things, let's just yeah, buy and, from him. And again, let's if, give him business. For, because you know, check your state laws and federal is very cloudy and annoying. But like there are ton you can get a lot of that kind of thing legally. And ch- please check this guy out, Garden Isle CBD. Kalani will hook you up. You'll, I'm sure he, you know, he can probably even answer questions and stuff online if you, you know, get in touch with them somehow. But just, just a really, really nice man. Salt of the earth. Yeah, salt. Of, thank you. He was salt of the earth, and we had a, a wonderful. Do you remember whenever I, I almost for a second thought like the gummy was taking hold of me, and, and it, it couldn't have been because a, it's not that, not really. That's not really how it works. And b, not that much time had elapsed. But when we got in the car and left. I was just like, you were, you you were a, on a high. I, I, yeah. in he he a made human me energy. High. Yeah, yeah, like a human I energy high. I was so touched by this guy that I was just like, I'm so glad people like this exist. Mm-hmm. They're just like helping out other people. So that was one of the low key highlights of the trip was just interacting with Kalani. low key, high keys. <laughs> high key. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and then we uh, got a third score pachiata pie. And. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, that was a fourth, I thought. No, that was the third. Oh, one. okay. Yeah. Uh, that this was technically the trip where we heard the it emanating from the truck. Oh, okay. And then um, it says beach and swim. Oh, yeah, we, we actually, actually so just chilled. 
Oh, I know we jumped in the ocean when we did the Zodiac raft thing, like way out. But this time we actually like, you know, you, you go to the beach, you like wade in your little feet and then you finally like warm up enough that you swim and float and shit. Mm-hmm. We did that just for like 15 to 20 minutes just to say that we did it. That's the amount of yeah. water like yeah, and then I'm touching on the beach. you guys So did. he mentioned the tree thing that we were sitting on. This thing was huge. Like I'm not talking about like a little stump. Like this was a huge tree that we were sitting on the other night. But I was walking down to the beach and because the sand is very it's like tiny pebbles. It's not like sand sand. Yeah, it's it, like it, it's like it, Miami sand, right? It moves very easily when you step on it and it has a lot of give. So when I was walking down to the beach from where we were, I like felt something hard. And so of course, me being a child, I felt it and I had to dig for it. And so then I felt like I was excavating like a dinosaur skeleton. So I had like this whole thing like dug out. It's like this a whole other like root system of some other tree trunk embedded in the in the in the beach. So that's what I did for like 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. 15 to 20 nice. minutes I spent digging nice, this Tara. shit. And I'm like, Alex, look, Very how good. Deep, look, look how deep this goes. I'm like, I can't even lift it. It doesn't move at all. I, it doesn't I did budge. some digging too in, in the yeah. sand. I felt like a child again and that was really great. But um, yeah, we, we went out and swam in the ocean a little bit together because I, I did at this point have my uh, my Ross long sleeve t-shirt that I was able to wear and protect myself, which was good. <laughs> but uh, that about wraps it up. Um, we, we did... I'm glad that we finished this in under two hours, uh, actually well under. So I, I was hoping to do that. If you made it this far, thank you for listening. Um, Tara and I were really excited to do this podcast, not only to tell Tommy and Claire what was going on, but um, honestly, again, just to, to spread the love, talk about what a, what an incredible place Kauai is. And God, there are many other islands to go check out. We definitely want to go back one day, but we'll come with you. I would love to do a couple's trip. It is a 100% bucket list item like and i would say go even to though, hawaii <laughs> even though we did so much hiking we said quote so many activities that we were doing it still felt super relaxed mm-hmm. like i, I did yeah. not feel rushed yeah in anything well i think that that's we kind doing. of the vibe that hawaii shoots for it, with their tourists it, it, that's right? exactly right and and uh one last thing um basically it, i i don't know if i mentioned this on the podcast already but uh the whole reason we did this was not only because of the deferred honeymoon, but um, because of Tommy's mom passing away. And I talked to um, to Tom, his dad, Tommy's dad, and he just gave me the general advice uh, back in September and said, or or October. November. It was all the way back in the, Uh, when when would I have been down there? Yeah. For the, for the, for the funeral was end of October, beginning of November. Okay. So around that time frame. Tom just said something that really struck a chord with me. And he just said, don't wait. And I thought of all of the times that, you know, for travel specifically, right. What you guys were talking about. Yeah. But experience, I think he was saying about everything. Okay. Like if you want to do something, do something. Cause Mm -hmm. you just never know about Mm -hmm. anything. And he's right. And, um, you know, we had talked about going to Hawaii and everything. So I surprised Tara. I booked the trip and that's actually what I gave Tara for Christmas was the airfare. She had no idea we were going. So, um, and sort of spiraling off of that, I realized during these terrible, tumultuous times in the world, um, with everything going on and, um, especially, you know, the world is being rocked financially. Like there's no, there's nothing like safe to do with your money and everything. Cause mm-hmm. it, like investments are just all over the place. Doesn't matter what you're talking about. And it made me realize something that I discovered personally on my own, from my own experience, the perfect investment. It's better than gold. It's better than <laughs> savings. It's better than stocks. It's better than crypto. It's better than shitty NFTs. What is it, Alex? <sighs> Travel. Like, 
it never loses value. You always get something from it. What, even if you have a shitty trip somewhere, you still learn something. <laughs> Nobody can take it from you. Like, I just, I can't, any, if, if you're not into traveling, I'm not sure that like forcing yourself to travel over and over again, I don't, maybe that doesn't change people, but it's the best investment that, that Tara and I have found. So that's all we're doing is sharing that with you. And if you enjoyed this episode, um, you can check out episode 52 and 53 where Tara and I did it, sort of like this download where we told Tommy about our trip to Japan in April, 2019. It's probably very similar format. Probably doesn't sound quite as good. And we probably talked over each other a lot more. I think we did a lot better this time. Yeah. We have new fancy microphones. Yeah, exactly. But, um, <laughs> thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for, uh, to the people in the Island of, of Kauai for showing two mainlanders, such an amazing time. Mahalo. Actually, I should say yes. not. Thank you. Very and translucent mainlanders. Might yes. I say. <laughs> yes, that's right. Although right now I am allegedly tan, <laughs> not at all. So mahalo and aloha. Yeah. And we'll see you next time.